This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, the power of horses. The University of Houston presents this program about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. Horsepower cracks me up. I mean, the very concept of it. We've been chugging along on two, four, six, eight cylinders for well over a century, yet we still size up our cars by a hypothetical team of horses pulling them. Horsepower seems like it ought to join candle power in the department of quaint obsolete measurements, yet every sticker of every shiny new car boasts of equine strength. Not that you ever wondered, but one horsepower is the force needed to lift 550 pounds one foot in one second, or it's equivalent to about 746 watts, almost enough to turn on your coffee maker in the morning. It would take many more horses than that to keep even the greenest of households running for very long. But originally, horsepower had nothing to do with automobiles, since they hadn't been invented yet. It did, however, have a great deal to do with watts, as in James Watt, his radically improved steam engine was far more efficient than the older engines designed by Thomas Newcomen. In the 1770s, Watt went into business and offered to replace those engines. His profit would come from a royalty levied on the huge savings in coal needed to run them. That was all well and good, except that some of Watt's potential customers didn't have coal-powered engines to begin with. They had horses. So he had to do some reverse engineering and determine how many horses equaled a steam engine. It's a fairly arcane formula based on a horse pulling a 12-foot mill wheel for four hours, and it's possible that Watt was slave-driving the horse in that equation. But, like most measurement units, the actual figure is pretty arbitrary, though we'd be sorely lacking without it. Horsepower eventually became the standard to rate all types of motors. Early cars had maybe 10 horsepower or less. The first modern automobile, a turn-of-the-century Mercedes, had a staggering 35 horsepower. After World War II, ravaged Europe and Japan returned to tiny 10-horsepower microcars to save on fuel and materials. They got you from point A to B, though certainly not at freeway speeds. Nowadays, even 10 times that amount is considered barely adequate for a small car. And perhaps you're wondering about your own personal horsepower? For any prolonged work, it's about one-tenth of a horse, maybe up to a quarter horsepower if you're an endurance athlete. And for short bursts, well, in a pinch, you might be just as strong as the horse in Watt's formula, though I wouldn't put it to the test. It's said that when the Aztecs first saw conquistadors on horseback, they thought they were looking at one gigantic two-headed beast. Maybe, in a way, they were. After thousands of years of domestication, Europeans and Asians really were one with their horses in farming, war, transportation, and industry. So when James Watt fired up the Industrial Revolution with his steam engine, it seems fitting that he gave homage to the noble animal that had done so much of the work getting us there. I'm Roger Caza from the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work. Mm-hmm.